steps, a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. Hi there, Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio, television, and in podcasts all around the country every week. And we bring it all to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Coming up today, we're going to hear from Coach Pete DeRuta and Kevin Frisbee on the same show. They dig into defining just when you could and should be able to retire. Eric Carney shares his thoughts on what some are saying the financial hurricane coming down the road will lead to. Joe Murphy and estate planning attorney Brian Less discuss what should be in your plan. Chief Wealth Strategist Parker Holland has a great case study. I've got a broker's behaving badly. But first, it was another week worth talking about. That was the week that was. It's over. A pretty good week in the market overall. Thursday saw some solid gains, although the day ended mixed. Friday started out on a good note. Let's see if it ends that way. Among other reasons, some of the optimism stems from the CDC loosening those nasty COVID rules. If you can even call them rules. Anyway, no more quarantine if you run into somebody with the COVID. No need to stay six feet apart, so we can just lose that term social distancing altogether. And did any of that stuff ever really matter? I guess we'll never know, but we will certainly come to realize the damage done as time goes on. The CDC still pushing masks, and we know that doesn't mean a thing. Oh, the times we live in. Economically speaking, wholesale prices dropped for the first time in two years, mainly due to the drop in gas prices, which are still higher than they need to be, but at least they're headed in the right direction. Don't hold your breath, though. Some are saying the gas prices will go up one more time before it's all over. Speaking of gas, AAA says the national average was $3.99 per gallon. That's a 15-cent drop in the past week, 68 cents in the past month. So what's next? Oil prices, they too have dropped, now close to 90 bucks a barrel. That's down from 120 in June. How about getting a mortgage? Well, that got more expensive this week. Freddie Mac reporting a 30-year fixed rate average jumped to 5.22%. It was 4.99 a week ago and just a year ago, 2.87 for a 30-year fixed. Inflation still painfully high, of course, and the economy has given false signals before that relief was on the way only for the rug to get pulled out from underneath investors. Some Fed officials also made comments after Wednesday's inflation report suggesting their battle against rising prices is far from over. Now, this is a story that would be great if it was a broker's behaving badly, but in this case, it's just some creep ripping off an 11-year-old kid named Jeremy. Here's the story. The young entrepreneur is in Everett, Washington, and that's where he set up a lemonade and snack stand in his yard. The plan? Send the profits to people in war-torn Ukraine. Sounds nice enough. So, guy comes up, picks up about $20 worth of stuff, hands the kid a $100 bill, he gives the guy 80 bucks and change, and away he goes. Uh, Jeremy had a bad feeling about the transaction, so he took the bill to a nearby convenience store where the clerk gave him the bad news. Yep, it was in fact counterfeit. And now the kid's out 80 bucks, so much for any profits. Now, this is a kid who's really ambitious. In addition to the lemonade and snack stand, he mows lawns in the summer, shovels snow in the winter, along with some other money-making ideas. 
The budding entrepreneur said he started his myriad of businesses so he could make money to grow his empire to send what he could to his ancestral homeland of Ukraine and to, well, just buy the things he wants. And he knew no one was going to just give him the cash for all that. A wise young man. Now, he reported the crime to the police. They continued to investigate. Now, a neighbor went ahead and set up a GoFundMe site for Jeremy, raised 25000 bucks in three days. That neighbor told a reporter, this proves that there are so many great people in the world and we far surpass the bad ones. Well, I'd like to think so. You have to be a real lowlife to rip off a kid. Jeremy had a message to the con man. Hey, stop scamming little kids. Yeah, would you please stop scamming little kids? All right, let's get this pizza cooking. For that, we turn to America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta. And from Maine, we have Kevin Frisbee, two advisors for the price of one, so to speak. In this clip, Coach Pete and Kevin talk about what it takes to retire and perhaps so you can retire sooner than you think. Now, when can I retire? Anybody listening right now on the show is thinking to themselves, either I want to retire yesterday, I wish I could have retired last year, I hate my boss, my boss doesn't like me, I don't know how long I'm going to be here, or... I'm just tired of working. I want to I want to go have some fun. So when can I retire, Kevin? Here's the thing. I've had many people come into the office uh, over the last several months, and I had this one couple come in a few weeks back, and they come in, first appointment, free consultation. We do these all the time, and she, she didn't sit down. She put her hands on the desk, and she looks straight across the table from me. She says, I'm here because I'm never going to be able to retire. And she was serious. <laughs> and, the, and the husband's sitting there with his arms crossed, looking at her and looking at me, waiting for my response. And I said, I appreciate sharing that right right out of the gate, right? <laughs> Why don't you sit down? Let's talk through this. An hour and 10 minutes later, they left the office and she was almost, she was ecstatic. She was like, I can't believe that you just laid out a plan that I can understand, number one. But number two, that you put a, a roadmap that I know that I can get done and I don't have to work the rest of my life, basically, is what it was. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and people love to get the news when, they, when, they, when we can show them, based on the money you have put aside, as long as you allocate that money differently than where it is now, you could be in a lot better position and a lot easier retirement than you ever dreamed of. Well, to that point, I just had another couple in my Brewer main office, uh, and they were Florida residents by chance. They were a referral coming in, and so we sat down. Uh, this is a couple of weeks ago, too, and they sat down and said, all right, here's here's what you got going on. They had about $900,000 in a variable annuity, by the way. You and I can talk Oof. about that later in the show. <laughs> Not the best vehicle, I can promise you that. Yep. And they were taking $66,000 a year in income from that variable annuity. And, and the variable annuity fees were about 3.5%. A, a, a year. A year. Yeah, yeah a year. That's yes. right. So she's 64, he's 68. I said, well, by my calculations, assuming it still performs the way it's been, which is not very good, you're going to run out of money in 12 and a half years. And how do you feel about that, ma'am, that you're going to be 66 years old and you now have the rest of your life with zero money left? And I was really straight with them. I said, listen, you have two choices. You can cut your expenses drastically, which is not an option because nope. they had they had built up this lifestyle. What fun is I that? Said, or, <laughs> exactly, right? And I said, or you can change your investment strategies. Either way, it's your choice. And, and I'm here to help you, regardless if you choose to work with me or not. But I, I'm going to be straight and honest with you. This is, this is your option, 12 and a half years, or you change it today. Yeah, I think when, when people are hit with the real numbers, the truthful numbers, uh, you can either choose to ignore them still or you can buckle up and make some changes to get you on the right path. It's about like, look at my, I have a home office. At my, I have an office at my studio in my financial practice, but also I have a home office. And that desk is always a mess, Kevin. Every now and then I'll come in, I'll get one of those Rubbermaid boxes, and I'll put my arm on the, it's a, it's a glass desk at home. I'll put, I'll put my arm on it. I'll put the uh, Rubbermaid container at the end of the desk. I'll put my arm on the desk, and I'll sweep all the stuff from the desk into that box, and eventually I get to it. But then I can do more work because now I look like, 
I've done everything already, so I feel better because I've cleaned my desk out. <laughs> it's like you're going on vacation. The, the most productive time in an advisor's world, right, or anybody's world, is when they're going on vacation. They clean that up by Friday, hopefully, and now they feel better about taking time off. But let me tell you that. All that does for me it, when I'm cleaning the desk off is it, it puts things off to the to the next day or the next year because every now and then I'll do that, and I, I'm bad about doing that like three times a year. But every now and then, there'll either be a check in that pile of stuff that, that it came in that looked, or there'll be a bill. <laughs> so putting things off isn't the good solution. And that's what I do when I do that. You're better off addressing right then. And I know, Thomas, you saw my desk yesterday at, at here at the office. I had three different stacks. Uh, Kevin, I bought like three different piles of stuff to do broke out on my desk. <laughs> you did. I had the Twin Towers, and I had a new building over there. So it's like, you got to, really, the time you spend putting things in piles you could actually address and accomplish. And so that's what we say, and, and it's, I see it in the financial world all the time. People, people do that mental image of sweeping everything on their desk into a box and putting a cover on it, but not addressing the issue. And so that's why we really need to, to address retirement. What do you want to do in retirement? How much you have put aside? Can we reallocate that money and diversify it better to give you that lifetime income you never have to worry about, which does take the worry out of living in retirement. If, Kevin, if you know with 100% certainty each year when you walk to that mailbox, there's going to be a green flag put up on that mailbox. The, most, the postman is going to bring you a check. How much easier would it be for retirement or, or to be able to spend in retirement and do what you want to do without worrying if you're going to run out of money or not? That, you know, that's the key right there. And a lot of my clients are very frugal people, and they don't know how to spend money. They struggle with that. So what, exactly what I tell them, I said, Coach, what we do is we set it up where you have an automatic payment coming into your mailbox or your bank account every single month. And you might not spend that for five, six, eight months, but after some time, you're going to keep looking at that coming in. You're going to be like, wait a minute, we can go spend some of this money because that comes every single month. Yeah, and it's important. And folks, just, let's just address retirement. Let's make sure to get education first. Education first using science and math over speculation and gambling. Knowing with certainty what your income could be or will be in retirement really does take a lot of worry away. That's good stuff. You can hear Financial Safari on a number of radio stations around the country. The show originates in Raleigh, North Carolina. Visit PeteOnDemand.com to learn more. Also, download the podcast from Apple Podcasts. Kevin Frisbee and his version of Financial Safari can be heard weekends throughout the state of Maine. And you can also find all the radio and TV shows at FrisbeeBenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E, Benefits with an S, dot com. You can give them a call, 800-662-6808, or text pizza to 600 700. Pizza! Now we land in Cape Coral, Florida, where we check in with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. Eric has the state of the economy on his mind today, and he's got some thoughts on what some are saying could be trouble on the horizon. I no. mean, I'm still waiting for things to stabilize. I mean, sooner or later, the bond market will be somewhat attractive. But right now, and, and, and here's kind of what upsets me, is uh, June 1st, Jamie Dimon of J.P. Morgan comes yeah. out and says, oh, this financial earthquake or hurricane, hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> tornado whatever natural disaster yeah whatever massive disaster right i mean that's what it is so oh that's huge you know and and for people that actually listen to him while he's a multi 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 millionaire right yes but 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 people actually listen to him moved into cash i i can't i can't do this financial hurricane well, look what happens to the market since he said that has there been a real financial hurricane? No, no. not at all. I mean, the, the, the crazy part is, is that I didn't follow suit. But the people that did and moved into cash, that's not going to affect Jamie Dimon in the future, but it's going to affect you. And what I tell everyone is Susie Orman, 
isn't going to be there for you when you're 75 or 80 years old. Jamie Dimon is going to be off sailing on his yacht when you're 75 and 80 years old. He doesn't care about your retirement, so don't pay attention to his comments. He was wrong. Now, anybody can say there's a financial hurricane coming down the road. Wow. <laughs> That's insightful, right? Yeah. And what but, does that even mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there was it was funny too because like I met a couple a couple years ago and you know, we we had gone through it was December of 2018. We went through a little bit of pullback in the market and the, the, they came in to see me and he goes, oh, I've been telling her for a long time that this was going to happen. And she says, oh, yeah, he has been saying that for quite some time that the market's going to go down. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you know, I mean, you can say that. I mean, even a blind squirrel eventually is going to find a nut. Right. I right. mean, you can you can always say something's going to happen. But if you're going on all of this bad news that there's a financial hurricane coming down, okay, if there is, let's have it happen because I think that we've been pretty well prepared for our clients to be able to go through a financial hurricane, but we didn't have a hurricane. Okay, that makes sense, yes. And and so, I mean, again, getting back to this survey, which I, th I think is pretty insightful as well, they're talking about 3,000 people, uh, retirees and pre-retirees, talking about what investments they are using uh, right now. And so we talked a bit about ETFs, yes. And then I'm going to get into an area, let's let's briefly talk about annuities. Right. Because I know you're not a huge fan, Eric, but but they are still an option in that retirement toolbox that Joseph mentioned. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, again, they're, they're all about timing. And actually, there's a lot of clients who we put in a portion of their uh, retirement savings into annuities back in 2018, 2019. They have actually done pretty well. And so the income based that we've put on there has grown substantially. And we actually have some clients right now that I'm suggesting turn it on because it's lifetime income that has no connection to the stock market. There are no fees involved. They're certainly doing much, much better than a CD and it's tax deferred. And here's the thing about that is people put money into CDs thinking, oh, this is safe. And people are thrilled now that they're getting 3%. At the end of the year, you're sent a 1099 on that 3% that you made. You pay back 1.5%. It's not tax deferred. Where do you really stand? I mean, inflation just kicked the crap out of your CD. So I'm not big. We're not a big annuity shop. But I will tell you this. We fix millions of dollars each year. Uh, or we fix millions of dollars worth of annuities every year. And we put people into a more updated product. More, typically, more income less expensive, less fees. And so there's a lot of people out there that wouldn't invest unless it was an annuity. And so that's where we have to go through and be very strategic about maybe even diversifying their annuities for different reasons. And uh, so I'll tell you what, the, the one thing about annuities today is there's a lot more significantly better living benefits than ever before. So, and, and that's what people want is they want to know how's this going to affect me while I'm still alive. And uh, so there, there are actually some pretty good cap rates. They're tied to the S&P 500. You've got 0% downside, you have limited upside, but there are some pretty good products out there. And also if you're looking for like long-term care, there are some riders on there um, that are either at no charge or a, a very low charge. And that's actually a good long-term care alternative sometimes for a lot of people. So again, you've got to be strategic on how you do this. And um, they could be a very good part of your portfolio. Is an annuity right for you? Well, check with your advisor and see if it could be a part of your plan and even your long-term care plan. 
You can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. Find it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to yours. Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida. Visit the website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. Find him on TV in the area too, Saturdays and Sundays. Check your local listings for times and channels. You can give him a call, 800-662-6808 or text 600-700 to Pizza. Pizza. Eric was just talking about variable annuities and their many fees. Time now for a broker's behaving badly, and the topic is variable annuities and the trouble a life insurance company is in by overcharging clients. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. We often talk about annuities on the show, and there are some we like and some not so much. The variable annuity is one that can have massive fees that you may not even be aware of. That's the story today. The Culprit Equitable Financial Life Insurance Company. They provided about 1.4 million investors of a proprietary variable annuity misleading statements with omissions concerning investor fees. It's been going on now for over six years. And investors, mostly public school teachers, were given statements that they were led to believe showed all the fees they were paying. They weren't. The Securities and Exchange Commission stepped in and they've issued a report that says Equitable presented fees in several sections of its Equivest variable annuity account statements, including dollar values spread across various columns and rows, creating the false impression that all fees investors paid during that period were being detailed in the account statements. Now, according to the SEC, Equitable's account statements excluded the most significant fees that investors paid from the fees listed on the account statements. The SEC's investigation found that, in reality, the statements listed only certain types of fees that investors infrequently incurred, and more often than not, the statement had a $0 listing for fees. The director of the SEC's Division of Enforcement said in the statement, it is essential, he says, that investors not be misled about the fees they're paying. Without admitting or denying the SEC's findings, Equitable agreed to cease and desist from committing or causing any future violations of these provisions, and they agreed to pay a $50 million penalty that it says they will distribute to affected investors. That's just one more reason to meet with an independent fiduciary advisor to make sure those financial termites aren't eating away at your portfolio. Pizza! Now we check in with Joe Murphy in Valpo, Indiana. In this clip, Joe and estate planning attorney Brian Less are discussing what we really need to have in an estate plan and maybe what you don't need. It's really interesting when it comes to estate planning, a lot of people, you know, you, you, you start talking about, you know, the wealth transfer and creating a plan, a legacy plan for that family and future generations. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, people know exactly what they want. Sometimes they don't, but we, we always get, you know, obviously we're not attorneys here at this firm, but we get a lot of clients that come in and we get a lot of misconceptions, some common misconceptions that we see that people have out there. And I wanted you to take a little time to address um, some of the common misconceptions conceptions or things that you've seen that kind of are off base that maybe we can correct our radio listeners and just say, hey, this is the way it really is. Um, if you could just go over a couple here, Brian, and just explain some of the common things that you see come through your office that are like, you know, that's not the way it is. And you can you can let people know the, the real deal. Well, there's a couple of things that right off the bat come to mind. The first one is something that uh, I heard recently again on the news. Uh, Prince, who passed away, I think, four and a half years ago, uh, 
they finally finished up his probate estate and the national media came back and said, well, he needed to be in probate because he didn't have a will. Well, that's not true. You need to be in probate. You need to be in, you need to be in probate whether you have a will or whether you don't have a will. A will basically equals probate if, in fact, you need the will. A lot of people prepare a will and they don't need it because they've uh, transferred their assets in other ways, either joint accounts or beneficiary designations or whatever. But not having a will doesn't mean you're in probate. And having a will uh, doesn't necessarily mean you're in probate, but you can be in probate whether you have a will or you don't. In order to use a will, a will is nothing more than instructions to a court and a judge Dear judge, I want you to appoint uh, my eldest son or daughter as my executor, marshal all the assets, do all those wonderful things, and then uh, and then transfer all the assets to my three kids in northern Indiana or Illinois, Golden Retriever Society. That's <laughs> probate. That's a probate process. So having a will is, in fact, in order to use it, it has to be probated. A judge has to actually get an executor out there and, and make it happen. One of the other real common misconceptions that I hear is regarding a power of attorney. Power of attorney, I get people come in and say, yeah, mom died, but I'm power of attorney. Well, a power of attorney does nothing for you once the principal dies. Uh, a power of attorney in an essential sense says that here are the things that, that I can do for myself that I'm going to allow you to do as my attorney. In fact, as the person I name is my power of attorney. Well, what can you do when you're dead? nothing. You're dead. So your power of attorney dies with you. So having a power of attorney doesn't help at all once you're gone. Um, the other misconception that happens a lot is, hey, I'm looking for a living will. Well, a living will is uh, a generic term, the term living will, and it's in every state. Every state has a living will uh, statute. And when we roll around to Indiana, I don't know what Illinois does, but in Indiana, a living will is neither really for the living, nor is it a will at all. It doesn't give anybody anything. A living will simply is an advanced directive regarding nutrition and hydration. It says that you're dying and there's no hope and a doctor certifies that you have any curable disease or illness and your death is imminent. You're not sitting up in bed eating a hamburger or drinking a Coke and talking about, hey, it's been nice knowing you guys. Bye. That's not That's not what's happening. It's all over. We just don't know when, and a living will in Indiana deals with nutrition, hydration. Do you want it or not under those circumstances? So those are really the three most basic misconceptions. And we haven't talked at all about trust or anything like that, but the, the three biggies is a will. If you have a will, you avoid probate. No, a will is probate. There are other ways of avoiding probate. And you need to have a will no matter what, whether you use it or not as a backup plan. Uh, the other thing is the power of attorney, and then the third would be a living will. Those are the three most common misconceptions I get. Make sure you have those three documents up to date and available. If you had not yet put your estate plan together, there's no time like the present. Joe and his team would be happy to help you out. Call them 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 600-700. Reach out to Joe. See if he might be able to help you. You can catch Joe's show, Wealth Health Radio, Saturday and Sunday at noon on AM 560. The Answer, WIND in Chicago. You can also find his podcasts on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. Visit his website, mwm.com. Financial.tax. 
mwmfinancial.tax. Pizza! We've got one more clip, and for that we turn to Chief Wealth Strategist for Capital Financial, Parker Holland, on America's 401k show. Parker takes us through putting together a plan for a couple looking to retire in a few years. It's amazing how their initial million dollars can grow all the way through retirement. Let's say Monty, he's 63 years old, Millie's 57. Okay. This is actually based on a real case study of a radio listener. They had, we know the markets are volatile, so no one hold me directly to this. It was right around a million. Depending on the day of the week, it was sure. either a little above or a little above, plus or minus 1%. Sure. And with what we were looking at, they were retiring in three years. So that's a little late um, into the game for retirement planning purposes, but it's never too early and it's never too late to actually get a plan together because I don't think anyone should be comfortable setting a plan after retirement occurs. And we see that all the time, but 63 and 57, slight age discrepancy, normal, which is good, but it takes into account overall pieces of planning, long-term care, one spouse outliving the other. We're men, we die first. That's 90% of the time that's we die what first. And without having that crystal ball, they had a million dollars in their retirement 401k savings plan. So this is taxable money. We didn't take into account social security. We needed to know that that million was in three years time was able to provide at least 60,000 a year in income for retirement to go on top of their other sources. So we wanted to know no matter the color on the screen, what the numbers were going to look like. Now, and here's the big thing. You see, I do this all the time, Steve. I run multiple scenarios. I'm going to work on the worst case. Let's say the market is down every single day for the next 30 years. Not flat. Not only does 2 to 3%, it is in the red. Okay. Million dollars, worst case, started providing $58,954 in three years. Wow. Never to be outlived. And then that continued all the way until both spouses were passed. On the, actuarially, ran it to 92. That means that that million over that period of time, no matter what the market did, was producing 1.6 million in income. Now, we can safely assume we got bigger issues if the market's down every other day. <laughs> we can safely assume. So what I ran next was, let's say if the market's only done about half of what it's been doing. Let's say the market has only been averaging Right around 4.8%. Okay. This isn't 4.8% a year. This is an annualized average over a 10-year period. This is taken into account 10 up, 20 down, 7, 6. It's an annualized number. Well, that's not a huge swing. The market's been averaging, uh, actually, depending on the sector, probably more than that mm -hmm. for the last decade. But that number changed to 62,000 a year in three years. But so it went from 58 to 62. But here's the thing. A lot of people say, well, that's not a big number. Well, here, this is why we call it a spend and leave plan. I'm taking into account not touching principal. I'm taking into account making sure that the principal still grows and compounds with inflation as well as the income. So this is the icing, not the cake. So what this did is this 62000 over the next 20, well, 30 years, 27 years of income, grew to 183000 That means that that million dollars by age 92 provided $2.9 in income. And these aren't huge swings. We're not saying the market's doing 10% a year, 4.8. And that principal at death was 4.4 million. Wow. Put in a million, took out right under three, 
and it was worth right under four and a half by the time they kicked the bucket at 93. Wow. And that's without any market risk. That is working with guarantees. That is having that comprehensive hybrid plan, looking at growth, liquidity, income, management, taxes, all those moving parts. And these are real numbers. And that's the big thing we like looking at. Um, but with all the moving pieces, with all the parts and everything that we're diving into, we just want to make sure that no matter the color on the screen, the standard of living is taken into account. Maintaining lifestyle is what it's all about. And in their case, they have a plan that will not only maintain their lifestyle, but it will grow considerably throughout their retirement. You can hear America's 401k show on 106.1 WTKK in Raleigh, North Carolina. Find it also as a podcast wherever you get yours. Visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com to learn more and to connect with Parker. Well, there you have it. Episode 157 of Financial Pizza is complete, nicely done, and ready for that digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs and podcasts heard around the country each and every week. We bring it to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you every week, just subscribe to it, and it'll be in your podcast collection automatically. Find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or anywhere you get a podcast. And as long as you're subscribing, rate, and share it, we would be very grateful. Hey, remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling them 800-662-6808 or text pizza to 600-700. I've also got links to all the advisors listed in the show notes with this podcast. You can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Sadal. It originates from the studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, everybody. I really do appreciate it. Going to be back next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Sadal. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.